Europe has become uh, ISIS's latest uh, battlefield. That was Olivier de Cotinier, a diplomat with the French Foreign Ministry and diplomat in residence at the Washington Institute for Near East Policy, responding to recent Islamic State terror attacks in Paris, Istanbul, and most recently Brussels. Welcome to Near East PolicyCast. I'm Scott Rogers, online editor at the Washington Institute. Today, Olivier will share an insider's view of the jihadist threat facing Europe, how the Islamic State seeks to exploit economic, cultural, and political crises facing the European Union, and what EU leaders can and should be doing about it after this. This is Lori Plotkin-Bogart, Kay Family Fellow at the Washington Institute for Near East Policy. The Washington Institute is dedicated to advancing a balanced and realistic understanding of American interests in the Middle East and promoting the policies to secure them. Find all of our research and analysis at WashingtonInstitute.org or follow us on Twitter at Wash Institute. And now, here is Olivier de Coutinier, Washington Institute diplomat in residence, speaking in Washington on March 25, 2016. Olivier spoke in his private capacity as a visiting fellow at the Institute and was not speaking on behalf of the French government. The uh, March 22nd attacks uh, struck Europe at its political heart, as uh, uh, almost no uh, news outlets uh, uh, failed uh, to, to notice. Uh, Brussels, where most of the uh, EU's institutions have their headquarters, actually one of the blasts uh, was pretty close to the uh, institutional core, uh, core of, the, uh, 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 of the city. Of course, uh, matters of uh, opportunity and tactical expediency played a role in the choice of the city as a target. Uh, Brussels had been a rear base for the network that had conducted the uh, November attacks in Paris, and uh, ISIS operatives were already in place. Also, it seems that after the arrests uh, in Brussels of the most wanted figure uh, of the Paris terror ring, Sarah Abdeslam, some of the remaining member of, members of the cell uh, chose to kill and die rather than, uh, than to be caught. Uh, but the attacks also epitomize a strategy, a strategic decision by ISIS to extend its operations to Europe. Jihadi terrorists are hitting the continent hard at a time when it faces multiple crises. Such are the stakes that the future of Europe as a political project largely depends on the ability of the EU and of individual member states to respond to the threat. And this has security and, and political implications uh, for the US too. Europe has become uh, ISIS's latest uh, battlefield. A remnant of Al-Qaeda in Iraq, the group has managed to carve a self-fashioned caliphate by taking advantage of the civil war and civil unrest in Syria and Iraq. It then proclaimed outer provinces by endorsing and supporting groups in places such as Nigeria, Libya, the Sinai Peninsula, Afghanistan, etc. Now ISIS uh, is exporting the fight to Europe uh, with the recent attacks in Paris, in Istanbul and uh, in Brussels. The move might very well be partly a consequence of the setbacks that ISIS has suffered uh, in its core uh, Levant uh, constituency. Uh, but that is no solace for the victims, uh, the family of the victims, and for European citizens who are now uh, learning to live uh, with that threat. The wall of uh, Europe is targeted. It's not only Istanbul uh, due to the proximity of the Syrian theater. It's not only, it's not only Paris. Uh, it's not only Brussels. It's, the, uh, it's pretty much the whole of the, uh, uh, of the continent. Networks and procurement lines spread across uh, borders, as shown in the case of the Paris attacks. Plots have been foiled across the continent, and other cities, notably London, have been mentioned as potential targets in uh, ISIS propaganda. EU citizens have also uh, been targeted uh, uh, outside uh, their home countries, British tourists in Tunisia or uh, German tourists in, uh, in, in Istanbul. 
unfortunately, it is very likely that there will be more attacks, and the worst might be to come. Uh, the Brussels attackers apparently conducted surveillance operations uh, uh, linked to uh, uh, Belgium's uh, nuclear program. And uh, the French government officials have repeatedly warned uh, uh, of the prospect of terrorist chemical attacks um, in Europe. ISIS can rely on a potential reservoir of more than uh, 5,000 uh, European foreign fighters uh, who made it at a certain point of time to, uh, to the Levant. Some have come back, uh, some are still there, some are on their way, some are dead. Um, not taking into account uh, the possibility of other homegrown uh, uh, radicals. Um, and, and, and when ISIS is hopefully defeated, uh, other organizations uh, will take up, the, take up the, the mantle of jihad. Europe is no random target for the organization. The attacks come out at a time when the continent is fa facing, uh, uh, facing multiple crises a fiscal and monetary crisis that resulted in the bailout of several European states and weakened the euro. An, an economic crisis with sluggish growth and endemic unemployment, a migration crisis initially, initially spurred by the Syrian civil war with hundreds of thousands trying to reach Europe for safety and increasingly also for, for economic reasons. Um, the uh, uh, continent is also facing an identity crisis questioning the, the status of Islam in Europe and the ability of the continent to integrate uh, migrants. And, and then on top of that, uh, a crisis of the European project uh, obvious since the uh, 2005, uh, 2005 constitutional referendums uh, in the Netherlands and France, and, and now uh, uh, again playing out with the uh, uh, referendum, the Brexit referendum uh, that is held in the UK uh, in a couple of months. The attacks fit uh, also within ISIS's concept of what they call the grey zone, according to, organi to the organization's uh, publication and propaganda available online. Western Muslims find themselves in a gray zone, neither following the ways of the caliphate, as uh, fantasized by the organization, nor fully belonging uh, to the Western mainstream. The point for repeated terrorist attack is to provoke a political and security backlash against European Muslims, pushing them in turn to embrace um, the radicals. So facing that, what can Europeans do? Uh, Europe is frankly not well equipped to stand up to the threat. Just as the monetary union was created without uh, a complementary fiscal union, free movement within Europe was established without strong security cooperation, both among member states and on the EU's external borders. The EU, the EU did devise a common security and defense policy and conducted successful operations within that framework, like the anti-piracy operation Atalanta uh, 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 near the coast of, uh, of Somalia. But that instrument was tailored to stabilize the, the EU's neighborhood, typically in the Balkan, or to uh, help solve crisis even further, uh, typically in Africa, not to defend uh, Europe proper. A series of steps can be taken uh, in the short term, and some are uh, in the pipe already. Uh, as Matthew noted, there's need for increased intelligence sharing, notably in the, uh, in the framework of Europol. Uh, Europe needs to reinforce uh, controls on, uh, on its external borders by giving a more mo robust mandate to the EU's border agency, Frontex, and allowing for systematic control through revision of the Schengen border code, uh, which is uh, under discussion uh, in the EU, will be under discussion in the EU Parliament soon. Uh, also, uh, uh, such uh, uh, devices as the, as the passenger names records for the continent, allowing to, uh, member states to share crucial data about air travel, uh, uh, can help uh, uh, face uh, uh, the current intelligence and, and, and security cooperation challenges. 
More can be done also in terms of uh, following uh, 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 anonymous, covering anonymous means of payment, uh, uh, including uh, means of payment uh, uh, with uh, much more limited sums than uh, in traditional terrorist ventures. Uh, but internal and external security cannot be separated anymore. Only a handful of European countries do meet their uh, NATO defense spending commitments uh, right now, at least uh, on only five of them. Uh, even fewer are actually willing to commit troops and resources to operations. Uh, uh, a, a, an attempt to enlarge, the, to, to improve the burden sharing of the continent's security uh, has been made after the Paris attacks. The French government has called on uh, 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 other uh, partner states to uh, uh, work within the framework of a uh, mutual assistance clause that is uh, uh, part of the European treaties. Uh, more can, 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 can still be done. Uh, this, effort, this effort should be pursued and depend. The uh, new security and foreign strategy strategy and foreign uh, policy strategy that the EU is due to adopt in the course of the summer should reflect those priorities. Today, the future of the EU depends on its ability to deliver security to its citizens. Uh, that also requires uh, asserting Europe's values with confidence and uh, making sure that these do not remain empty premises for those who do choose to embrace the European way of life. This has been Near East PolicyCast from the Washington Institute. For more research and analysis on the Middle East, find us online at WashingtonInstitute.org. Follow us on Twitter at Wash Institute and subscribe to us on YouTube at Washington Institute for events and video explainers. Thank you.